Save my okay, Save Bible podcast, the podcast for the Kardashian connoisseur. I wasn't sure if you were gonna do it, so I paused. Like I just like always have to wait because sometimes it cuts off. But like I wish one of these days we'll have to record the sound. That's oh, the, like robot lady's voice is like this meeting has been recording, recording, recording. <laughs> um. So, so yes, I'm Natalie. No, Kathleen. And I just literally walked in the door. 30, 45 minutes ago, I was in Vegas this week. I couldn't say it last week because it was I was supposed to be surprising my mom. So I was, didn't want to say on the off chance she listened. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had like a two-day binger. <laughs> yeah. I'm so oh, tired. I'm so jealous because like, I'll be in Vegas next week for work. And right. If it only overlapped, could have gone gambling with Vicky. Mm-hmm. We didn't win any money this time, which is weird because this is the first time we haven't really won anything. Um, it is really? very hot in Vegas. They probably know. They're probably like, the Franklins are here. We got to tighten, tighten up these slots. EDM, uh, EDC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> e- EDC. <laughs> EDM, no, EDC, that festival is this weekend. And so a lot of drugs, a lot of ecstasy will be had. I'm not going till Sunday night, and it's technically a work event, and we've been told multiple times to behave, but <laughs> I have told everybody who listens that I want to go to RuPaul's Drag Race live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Planet Hollywood. Did we say Planet Hollywood? Yeah. I think it said Flamingo. Oh, you know, I think you're right, and I was, I, I can't remember, I was too drunk. I was going to say, I think I saw a lot of drag queens over by the Flamingo, but. I think they were, did. DragCon in Vegas. Okay, maybe that was it. Because so, there was like on this week. That makes a lot of sense. There was an unusual amount of drag queens around. Because <laughs> first of all, the strip isn't really catered to the queer community in general, so you yeah. don't really see too many of that anyway. So I was like, oh, what's going on? This is fun. Um, I was gonna tell you something. I fucking forgot. <laughs> oh, it's so busy in Vegas. Like I think post-pandemic like there's no off in Vegas because usually it was like oh it's so dead on Mondays or Tuesdays it is a popping every fucking day like Wednesday at the marquee pool I'm talking packed like the lines were so long to get in on a Wednesday in the I don't even know the pool parties were open on like the middle of the week. I didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> I thought the earliest it did was maybe Thursday. You can catch something maybe if you're lucky, but it was, it was fucking Wednesday. And I was like, what is happening? Like, it's it's just constantly busy in Vegas now. There is no off off day or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it'll be busy when you go, which is fun because yeah. I, I like to look at, like, the prostitutes in the casino, try to pick up men. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> Great fun. Great people watching. Always good people watching. Great people. Resort World, to me, has the best people watch. But, yeah, great people watching to see, like, the nerdy men think these beautiful women really want them. And it's like, she's a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. I heard Frank. Don't give in. Um, okay, so because Kathleen will has, has a work obligation next week, we are going to review not one, but two episodes in this jam-packed episode our episode and also we got some emails about IVF but I think I'll save that for the following episode how many times am I going to say episode well and I think they haven't really like revealed much more oh yeah since yeah 
Uh, we talked about it last week, so I think it's okay if we... Yeah, we'll, we'll save those emails. Um, the only thing that really happened in the Kardashian world, the the, the meta <laughs> that we're living in, <laughs> Courtney, I guess, got married. I say I guess because I still don't quite know what was happening because the only person that was there was MJ and his dad. So I, I don't know. I feel like this it's just never ending with them. Yeah, I don't know. The whole, like, oh, they're getting... But at the same time, as someone who's now, like, I guess getting married feels weird and surreal. <laughs> but it's like, if you can make something special, like, you might as well. But it's just because they're celebrities, it almost feels like, oh, are they trying to make, like, a splash? But, like, at the end of the day, if they... The rumors are that they want to get married in Italy. And if you get married abroad, you have to get your marriage license beforehand. Mm. the states and so i think it was just they were like let's make this a fun day and supposedly mj especially because she's a lot older uh d- d- isn't sure she wants to do the flight to italy as well yeah either. and well that makes sense that it's elder, older as well and both of them you know had been traumatized by flying so i have a feeling they were just like let's make the court you know going to get our license settled exciting and we'll take our uh, you know cliche couple picks and mj and, and travis's dad can come so that they feel part of something well i just hope they explain that to everybody i.e the kids and it's not another like yeah the kids got on tmz one day and was like you got married today because yeah. there's no it, i think it's i like the idea obviously of accommodating the people that couldn't may, maybe can't travel but it seemed like MJ and the dad were the only people there. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, and that was definitely a theme, like, in this most recent episode. And yes. I know we talked about it last week uh, with the episode before last. But it's like, Courtney and Travis seem to kind of just be in a bubble. And, mm-hmm. like, this week's episode, it kind of got pointed out that, like, this family just kind of, like, avoids stuff they don't want to deal with. And so, and we found out that, like, both P and Rain had told them, like, stop making out in front of us. Yeah, please. It, and, like, it's supposed to be cute, but it's it did not come off as cute. Like, it came off as, like, they're completely out of touch with their own children. Mason is nowhere to be found. So oh, yeah, I noted that. I was like, no Mason at yeah. this alleged so, blended family dinner. <laughs> yeah, like, it makes me wonder, like, if they took that time or if they live in, like, this alternate fantasy where they're like, ah. I'll find out later it's like no these kids clearly have even if they don't have devices that they're looking at tiktok and twitter and stuff like there's so much staff around them at all times they have friends they go to school with like it's stupid to even a normal person would figure out you know quickly if yeah. they had, if their kid would know yeah yeah exactly so, so who knows had a conversation um, I don't think anything really else happened in the Kardashian world. It's very funny that, you know, we don't see Skeet anymore now that the Met is over and all that. Um, I don't know what they're doing. Over, what they're doing. We don't, Kylie, we still know that baby's name. I've been calling it Lil Cactus. Um, it's just crazy to me how they still operate under this, like, strange old school strategy. Still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of like, don't say anything until it's like, 
when we want to say it. And then we're watching this show, like Natalie and I were just saying before we started recording, how forced this show seems is something that's supposed to be documentary style. It seems just as, if not more calculated than the e-show. At least like with the e-show, you knew it was calculated. Yeah, it felt more like a sitcom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Bravo, you know, Housewives. It's like, you know, it's it's set up, but like the mess is real. Yeah. And it's like, we're not even getting the mess. So yeah, it just makes you wonder like, What's the end game? Like, why is why is Kylie like? Um, if I thought she was someone like Mindy Calling, who knows, doesn't want to re- reveal who is the father of her baby. If I thought it was BJ. something like that, fine. <laughs> and please be BJ. BJ. But that's not Kylie. You know, yes. <laughs> it's like it's like why are they still going by this strategy? Because it just it's not landing. People's psyches are like run into the ground with everything that's happening in the world at a breakneck pace. It's like, just, if you don't want to tell us what the fucking kid's name is, just don't. If you want to, <laughs> just do it. And then they walk the red carpet, like they're cutesy cutesy. And it's like, why? And then you can, this, one of my favorite celebrity things is you can look up flights, mm-hmm. like private jet flights. It's public knowledge because yeah. it's, it's federal airspace. Mm-hmm. They flew separate private jets. She's talking about, hold on, well, I'll set it up for you. I know what you're talking about, but she's talking about Travis and Kylie. They flew separate dress <laughs> when they left. I think Anne arrived at the Billboard Awards, yeah. which is just in Las Vegas, which that is a very quick flight from Los Angeles. So that is just like strange. And they didn't fly at the same time. It, it'd be one thing if maybe they were like, oh, I had a prayer obligation. We had to like s- split the cars, but they... They flew, like, around the same time, but not the same time. Like, enough apart that they weren't, like, waiting for each other. And they flew from – I was going to say, they flew from the same location. It's not like he's like, oh, I'm coming from New York. I'm coming from Houston. Also, I thought it was interesting when – they definitely tried to push the family man optics on us for the Billboard Awards because – And the timing, we all know how bullshit the – not this week's episode, but last week's episode with the forced timeline. Yeah. Very much gave Kim and Chris in the back of the car uh, with the green screen when she was going to divorce Chris Humphreys. That was like yeah. the when keeping up with the continuity error started. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mariah. But that's that whole weird like Kendall's in Miami getting like rejuvenated with Hailey Bieber <laughs> thing like made up so they could just like gloss over Asheville which we'll get to but yeah. it made me wonder like is that the timing knowing that that episode was out and it was kind of resurfacing the Astroworld stuff but Travis has since started to perform he's starting he's going to put out a new album so they're like here want the carpet with Stormy and it was so awkward yeah and he there was one video where Kylie went up to him and she he like kissed her on the cheek and then obviously that wasn't good enough for Kylie and she like made him kiss yeah, her I on mean, the lips. It's was hilarious. Video, so. She's was not hilarious. chill. So she doesn't talk a lot. So sometimes she gets the chill reputation, but no, she, this woman loves attention. Yeah. Uh, I always wondered before, like what was Travis's deal with her just because he's so like, he plays that like aloof, like, hi on whatever, like, yeah, guy. And then when he's performing, he's a rager. 
But then after the whole Astroworld thing and the receipts started coming out, I was like, this guy's like a raging narcissist. He doesn't yeah. give a shit about anything. That video when he came like into the 7-Eleven selling yeah. the cacti and he like elbowed some girl who like worked there and just like storms out. Like he's he's fake as fuck. Like please write some emails if you're a Travis Scott fan. I don't care. But like <laughs> I've totally – like in that interview where he talks about like, oh, I don't get hurt. The fans just put their body out there. You know, it's yeah. like he he's just buying into this very like fake idea that he's like a rock star. Well, I'm, I don't yeah. think there's thoughts going through his head. Just no thoughts. So I think he could give a shit about Kylie. Well, remember when that Netflix documentary came out and I said I would never go to a Travis Scott concert because it's out of control and he encourages this, like this real dangerous behavior. Yeah. Even like when he's out in the city of Houston, he's like, let's go follow me over here. It's, it's, it's too so much. Fake, too. It's so fake. Like it'd be it's bad enough much. if he was just doing that, but it's like, he makes like a humongous endorsement deals. We've already heard rumors that like, he kind of was like an asshole to early producers and collaborators. Cause he was obsessed with like the idea to get famous. Mm-hmm. And, like, he doesn't walk to walk. Like, that interview where he's like, oh, I don't get hurt, you know? <laughs> like, I won't stop the show. I'm just going to – because there's plenty of, like, punk, like, in all the genres of music, really. But, like, especially, like, the punk or, like, hard rock where you're, like, moshing. And Mosh stuff. pit, yeah. Metal. Like, <laughs> into it. Like, Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off a bat. Like, yeah. Travis Scott, why don't you bite the fucking head off a bat, okay? Then maybe I will – have a little bit more understanding why you think it's cool to incite a riot that killed 10 plus people. I think we could just be safe to say that him and Kylie are not together in a real relationship. Whatever that is just they are, clear. there's not a lot of brainwaves going between them. There's not a lot of, yeah, there's not a lot no, exchange but. of emotions. And, yeah, it's almost as bad as Pete and Kim where you're like, say, what is this I over? I don't want people to think I'm being like, oh, Kylie's a woman and she's, like, sexy, so she can't be smart because she, her brand is, like, being sexy. Or Travis is, like, a black man and, like, a rocker, so, like, he doesn't have a real talent or something. No. I'm just saying these two. Yeah, them two together. imagine their conversations. Yeah. Well, even going back to that Netflix documentary, they said, like, three words to each other. And every scene they were in, they never talked to each other. When he lost the Grammy and just walked away. <laughs> well, and they didn't talk to each other. Was it Vogue when they did that quiz, like, about each oh, other? Oh, GQ. GQ. Yeah. He didn't know the name of her fucking dog. <laughs> Norman? Like, Norman's, like, the most famous one. You should know yeah, Norman. You know the name of her. They, they were so awkward in that. Just- Baby. Burrito, burrito, baby. Good job, baby. So weird. And he was just like, oh, I'm just here. I was like, I'm just getting these pictures, these family pictures off. Yeah. Let me know what we name our baby. (laughs) I got money. I'll get a, you know, quickie in the back later, whatever. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's get into the episodes. I took notes and I'm going to, we're going to try to do it in a very nice, maybe an hour. Because there's not much going on, but there's like little things. So, of course, uh, Kim is Kim. It starts the fr- whatever episode, last week's episode, whatever. It does not matter. The but episode. We'll talk about both episodes 
as a unit. Yeah, so, we'll try to. I'll, I will try to do it that way. Imagine maybe. you binged, and the last two episodes were one long episode. Yeah, there you go. Good job. <laughs> um, these moments. So it was Kim's forty-first birthday, but she was taking the bar. So there was no time to party. It's just time to study. But the Cargeners love a birthday party. So they surprised her. I have, unless I missed it, unless I looked away, maybe you can tell me, where the hell were they? I was, I, I thought maybe it was like uh, one of the girls' houses, like Tracy or something. But yeah, I, I was, it was hard to pay attention to <laughs> Both episodes, but yeah, it was. I think it was, or maybe like Jen's house. I think it was like one of the girls' houses. Okay, okay. Because at first I thought Kim's, but then I thought, are they like in an office? But like, it doesn't matter. But I was just curious. Yeah, or maybe they were at the Skim's office. I don't know. Because Kim was like, gotta go now. Uh, but either way, it doesn't matter. I also cool. think they film in places that like aren't anyone's houses. <laughs> yeah, we we're, we're not really going anywhere. Um, the thing about that was weird about the party. Did you notice that Tracy was dressed just like Kim? And that, I don't know why that weirded me out. I just have to note that. Um, I mean, I hate, I I always hate affirming some of the weird, like, tangents Kanye goes on in his social media uh-huh. phases. So I never really, like, loved when he was like, Tracy is evil. Because I just feel like when Kanye says that, it's someone who did him wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily coming from a sincere place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more from like that person pissed me off. Right. Or, yeah. an, or an assumption that this person has like targeted yeah. me. Yeah. So I don't think she's as sinister per se as Kanye painted her out. I just yeah. think she is a very extreme yes person who yeah. is obsessed with pleasing Kim. Yeah, I think so, too. There's this weird loyalty. Like, she will, like, I don't know if you guys know this story, because I've totally fucking forgot it if I ever knew this story. But I guess it came out that there were reports that Kim had hired a private investigator to investigate Lala's now ex-husband, Kamala. What do you mean to investigate? Right. Melo has cheated on you 7-Eleven times. (laughs) I think he has multiple kids outside this marriage. Several hundreds of thousands of dollars. But apparently his, the last baby he had with like Lee Daniels' niece, something <laughs> crazy like that. And so there's, you know, the reports that Kim hired a private investigator. Tracy, of course, take the, made a statement, but then said it was her that did it and that she was like, Girl, why are you taking the fall? Why are you taking the fall? Why would you be interested? Are you why in are you law, fall for Kim? Why are either of you taking on anything for Carmelo, who Lala should have broken up with a long time ago. You should have been good friends and been like, Lala, we love you, but like this man is mm, garbage. He's right. I, and I just don't like that Tracy was like, actually, it was me. I'm like, you just say either no comment or there's no truth to that, or you know, what we're respecting Lala's privacy. I would not want to embarrass myself by saying, actually, well, I and did that. I think, like, like I said, I am always hesitant. To, and I'm not saying Kanye's lying. I think he just interprets things in his own way. Yeah, yeah. But it always comes from Tracy probably did something to him that pricked his ego and he hates her now. So I don't think it's like sinister. I think she's just delusional. I think like, she's loyal I, to a fault. Yeah. You, yeah. You, I think there's some reason. And I think like 
with you see this with celebrities all the time like all the celebrities that like overdose on drugs for example mm-hmm. they have assistants doctors family members agents whatever literally do whatever for them michael jackson and, great yeah, example. Like, i think there's the money involved obviously clearly but there's also the power mm-hmm. like these people just radiate this like energy and they have the power like to intimidate people i mean it's like i think people just get sucked into it and there's this idea that if i stay in kim's good graces like yeah and i don't know why it makes me cringy like even when she was skipping ahead way ahead a bit but even when she was crying in the car with kim because she passed the bar i was kind of like this is making me uncomfortable why are you crying yeah like also (laughs) i don't give a shit and i (laughs) I actually appreciated that when they asked him, like, why are you trying so hard for the bar? She didn't give some stupid pageant answer about, like, saving the world at first. Then she kind of got pageanty. But yeah. she's kind of like, well, at first I was like, hmm. And then I was like, no one thought I could do it. And then I just wanted to prove that I could do it. <laughs> I-, I I appreciated that honesty because – the whole savior, like, like sainthood that she thought when she even just murmured the idea of getting into law school, which she didn't actually do, by the way. Never forget. <laughs> like, I was glad that she just said, like, right off the bat, ah, yeah, at first I was like, maybe this would be interesting. And then it was to prove that I could do it. Not like, I am Mother Teresa and there were so many wrongly accused people in prison and I'll save them all like she got to that eventually but (laughs) well I took some notes on this once again we have the no one respects me speech which I didn't appreciate I'll the the direct quote no one has respected a reality star with a sex tape I've had to break the stigma (laughs) and this is a fuck you to everyone who thought I couldn't grow what are you talking about that's not true. No one cares. Like, especially nowadays, how famous does every single person who's been on TV become? Whether it's PLC, my 300 pound life to like (laughs) back to where people like people don't care anymore. They don't give a shit. Like I'm entertained. There's just just such a victim. Like you've got to get the respect. (laughs) Like you've been here now for about 15 plus years. You are a well-established celebrity. She has a a mental issue, like some sort of like wiring that she fixates on this like underdog, underdog, like validation. And it's (laughs) one of our dash cycles told me about this (laughs) Facebook page called pick me. Look at this. Pick me ass bitch. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I love when I learn what acronyms mean. (laughs) <laughs> on in internet speak but yeah pmab is a pick me ass bitch and it kind of goes along the same line as uh the when chloe got called the uh, a ter- a pterodactyl because a bird is also like a pick me type woman and <laughs> tristan was the group on ping you know it's like along the same lines where this family is just like obsessed with this idea of being like the exception like they want to seem like the exception it's like no one 
cares. It's not that deep. Like, and I, I think for me with, when it comes to Kim, it's like you're Kim Kardashian. What haven't you been given? I like, mean, what do you still want from us? Maybe, I say that like, all the time, but I really feel like that. Like, what have we not yeah. given you girl? I will say like around the genre, the time of when Chris Humphreys and her broke mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. people went in and it was much more like a tabloid era of like in all the late night shows did jokes about like how our marriage only lasted 72 days. Da, 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 da. That was kind of like the peak of like, they're talented for no reason. Like eh. before they were just kind of like this kitschy reality show. But since then, they've only gotten like more prevalent. Which, by the way, that was like 10 plus years ago. Yeah, more credible. <laughs> and also, people have started to give way less shit. Because for one, you have social media just like blasting shit at you every single day. So the whole tabloid culture of like, oh my God, 72 days, like punchline thing. You can't even do that anymore because people have forgotten about it within 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Plus, now that reality shows are so big because of social media, anybody who's had any amount of screen time on any reality show finds a fan base. And, like, people yeah. just don't give a shit. And I think she – just to further your point, people don't give a shit and how there is no – there's no stigma you need to break. You've yeah. been on the cover of every magazine – you get awards for being fashion influencer when you yourself have admitted you don't have any fashion sense. And then, <laughs> and then, meanwhile, supposedly there's still you're still obsessed with people being like you're talented for no reason. She can't pass the bar. Blah blah. Crickets. When in more recent years you've had valid criticism about cultural appropriation stealing people's ideas to make profit off of it. Like all these other things, like those are the reasons people are bringing up now why they're frustrated with you. And they're much more like complex, but also an opportunity to learn. You're still going back to this 10, 15 years ago thing of like, Oh, sexy reality star. I can't get a law degree. Not to mention she didn't even do a real, she didn't even do it the real way. Which is not to minimize, I don't know how you study for the baby bar. Sounds like fucking sucks. But <laughs> she didn't go to, she did not even go to undergrad. She didn't go to law school. She took the baby bar. She's not the regular bar. She still has a, a lot to go to become an actual lawyer, which is, again, not to diminish anyone who takes that route. But anyone who takes that route is not her paying for private jets to get up to tutoring sessions, getting advice and counseling and studying with all the best resources possible and still took her three fucking times. And she only got an extra time because of COVID. It's just this constant narrative. I have to claw my way to the top. It's like you are at the top. You're literally at the top. Just chill. No one cares. Literally no one cares. Relax. Enjoy it, babe. Um, And then we found out, which uh, she's talking to Courtney. And then we find out that Courtney was going to go to law school. News to me. Uh, Travis says she should have been a lawyer. I'm like, I'm not even going to entertain that. But I did think it was funny how Courtney kind of threw shade at her and said, it just feels like everything I do, then you do it. <laughs> and that is true. I it's think very true. Reason. 
Kim gets so irritated with Courtney because Courtney's the oldest child. She's an Aries. We had a great <laughs> disciple send in a screenshot about how her sibling was like, you're an oldest sibling, <laughs> Aries. This is accurate. It's true. Like, she blazed her own trail. And Kim just has this, like, diseased chip in her shoulder of, like, mm-hmm. I have to constantly one-up and stay relevant and prove myself and blah, blah, blah. And Courtney's over here like, mm, whatever. Do my kids know I'm married? I don't even give a fuck, you know? So it's like, <laughs> Kim, it just, it drives her nuts. And Courtney did go to college. Court, and this is not... This is not to shame people if you don't go to college. That's fine. Neither of my parents went to college. But uh, Courtney went to college before they got famous mm-hmm. with the show. And so it's like maybe Kim is like bitter deep down that like Courtney had this like kind of normal-ish life before mm-hmm. things got weird. But Kim also sought it out. The only reason they had the show in the first place was because Kim desperately wanted to be a socialite. Well, and Courtney was on a reality show before the family is. Yeah. <laughs> but the cowboy one. <laughs> yeah, that cowboy uh, I, thing. I will have to confirm. I don't think it was the Courtney Kardashian one, but it was like a similar one at a similar time. But Dan, I mean, Teacher Bay has an aunt who does, who like raises horses. And she had a reality show. <laughs> and I, what? my immediate thought when he told me that, I was like, Oh my God, that's a. That's I don't a, think it was the same one. I, I, I we haven't talked about it in a while, so I'll have to ask him again which one it was. I don't think it was that one. I think it was a more like horse focused one. Oh, not, okay, not about like rich kids. But that was like literally like one up. of the tad bits. You know, he told me on our first date, and I was like, Oh my God, was it the one with Courtney Kardashian? You're like, Oh my God, I'm in. I also go <laughs> for him on my first our first date, so. <laughs> I was like, I don't give a fuck. I will say and do whatever. In this That's the best part. And it worked. Hear from you again. Bye. Right. And it worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Speaking of Courtney, she broke her engagement ring. So she's going through that. She had to melt down the closet. Blah, blah, blah. The She's talking to Chris about this. And Chris goes, do you want to know what Travis told me? He said he moved to Calabasas because he knew you were the love of his life. And he just thought... <laughs> He could just be around you, which lies, the lies, the lies. Not only was he married before, again, like, let's just pretend that other marriage didn't happen. Also, you've brought this up multiple times. He was, like, openly lusting after Kim. It's in his book. Let's. He didn't move to Calabasas yesterday. He's been living there for, like, two decades. It's in his book. Audrey, Audrey, Audrey O'Day already has told us. Shayna has told like, us. Like, he was after Kim. Why does Chris have to do this all the time? It's so <laughs> weird. And I love Chris most of the time for entertainment's sakes. If I had to think about actually if she's a good person or not, I... You know, yeah, we don't want to have to answer that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Entertainment-wise, usually her stories are funny. But it's like she's so obsessed with this weird, like, magical fate thing. And I'm like... No, like it's cool they were friends before. That's a nice thing. That's yeah. it. Like, get over it. Like, <laughs> the timing made a door open and now they're together. Like, right, there's right. nothing deeper than that. Like, it's, well, I think the more they try to make it deeper, the more 
if you're like me, you've been following them forever. The more I don't, I don't say the more it's like phony, but the more I roll my eyes because I'm like, yeah. that's really not how this is. And, and again, they, just, they do this with everything that they yeah. just, it's almost like obtuse. Like, I don't know if it's intentional gas lighting, not to be cliche or whatever, but they, they are almost to the point of like, are, are they tricking us? Like, are we being trolled? Like leaving, like saying something like that and then leaving out the part where like, uh, he's lived in Calabasas for a really fucking long time. He was married to somebody else. Yeah. He openly and public publicly talked about thinking his, the sister's hot. Like, it's just like, why do you say something like that? If it's only going to open up plot holes and then they just like, they just, Say it with their chest. <laughs> like, if we say it and we believe it, Such then it's conviction. not a lie. Such conviction. Instead yeah. of just, I'm okay with just, they were friends for a long time and then they decided to get together. Perfect. I, Perfect. I love the idea of, like, life has a funny way of, like, serendipity. You know, yeah. it's like that movie. Serendipity? Serendipity. <laughs> but the concept is, like, there were, like, little things that were signs, but it was, like, all these kinds of, like, moving parts and timing and then it finally works out yeah that's not a not appealing concept but like you moved to calabasas to be around (laughs) no you didn't fucking do that like did not happen like maybe now i realize it was a good thing i moved to calabasas when i did because we formed this great friendship yeah that's a normal thing to say (laughs) then meanwhile like i said back to courtney being like Degaff, do not give a fuck. Uh, I, I just love that she doesn't care that she sounds like an insane rich person. She's like, um, I took my ring off and then I like stepped on it and then I broke it and I was like, fuck. Uh, and he picked yeah. it up. It was like me and a stone. Also, uh, like, if the the stones didn't break because they're diamonds, just, just the setting broke. <laughs> the yeah. setting probably broke. None of you need to worry about paying for a room getting reset. I was just so, crying please. and I called him. Nothing got stolen or like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I did like when Courtney, I don't know why I like when Courtney says, I have never met a better person in my life. I don't know why that makes me laugh. I think because it's almost like shade to Scott and Eunice. <laughs> so well, it's, it's, it's so, so weird funny. how they talk to each other. I hate it. I because fucking hate like, it. You have literally already known each other for so long. And I think you've brought this up several times where it's like, is it unique or is it just like lust and rich? Yeah. You know, it's like they say the same dumb, like (laughs) cliche things nonstop. Like even their kids are like, "Uh, can you please stop making out at the table? And it's just like, we're so loud, which I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Like, if you're in the honeymoon phase, that's fine. But, like, nothing is unique coming out of it. It's like, if you've known each other this long, and you've been friends for this long, saying shit like, he's the nicest person I've ever met in my life. Okay, well, then why weren't you with him before? Why did you not say to Scott, you're fucking up, I'm over you, like, Travis, you know what else great too? listening ear to me. You know, it's like, it's like, why did you just wake up one day and be like, we're soulmates. Let's go to Disneyland. Let's Even Chris said that. Skeletons made for us. Chris was like, 
uh, Courtney has found her soulmate, and that has to be hard for Scott. I'm like, just like last season, you were trying to get Scott and Courtney back together. What is happening here? Also, I will say, give Courtney some, give her some points. She was like this when she dated Scott. Remember how like PDA they are? So this is kind of her thing. But I think it gets weird because she takes on the personality of Travis. Starts dressing like him. Even the way he talks, now she's talking like that. Like, that is what's happening. Scott and her had this like amazing like friendship and chemistry too. But Mm -hmm. life didn't work out for them. Yeah. And now she's having a second opportunity to have amazing chemistry and a friendship with a new person. It's like, it doesn't have to be that deep, you know? So, like, why they're just, it's just, again, that pick me ass energy. I think they value, they put so much weight into the idea of things being like cookie cutter and perfect and men wanting me and like the fairy tale, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, (laughs) And I think it speaks to the, the the pace or the lack there of pace in this show. Like, it just feels like I've been watching Courtney and Travis do the same thing every episode. Well, and nothing unique has come out of it. Nothing. No progress has been made. I mean, even with Courtney, I hate that I'm going to say this. I would even be interested in a poosh meeting. Like, do you do anything He's else? Just a zombie walking around in black. <laughs> like, babe. <laughs> And she barely even talks to Travis, which is weird because, like, she used to, like, get, get in literal fights with her sisters and, like, yeah. stick up for herself and call Chris dumb and all these things. Like, She's she, so <laughs> sedated. In, someone in on this. Twitter, like, talked about how if she was a 911 operator, we'd all bleed out. Cause she, yeah. But, yeah, because she had so many funny, like, sarconic, like, one-liners. She's like, I don't have time for this. She's just, like, floating. <laughs> Well, she even I said, I'm just like, in my babe, own world right babe, now. The only one felt like a babe. And it's like, what the heck is going on? You know, I and think if one interesting, unique thing came up, like even if they talked about like the whole movie night thing where she's like, I want to make a move. It's like, that's boring. Like, <laughs> I did not have a movie night date. I would have loved if it was a story like I had always been focused on my kids and the show and Scott that I just never really realized how great of a friendship I had with Travis. And then one day it was like, we awkwardly touched hands. And I was like, oh, you know, it's like anything. It's like they took Twilight and were like, let's use the script. Yeah. Honestly, Courtney's stuff is just, she's not even trying to balance the Travis and Scott thing. She's just like, I'm going to do IVF. So you can come or not. I think, too, I, I noted at the end of each episode that all the girls are struggling with the storyline. Yeah. Like, Chloe, I, mean, I don't know. Look, love Chloe down. Go to great She's not doing anything. To explain why Tristan is that shit. Because her best friend. <laughs> but then they're all just going to ignore Courtney, like, blatantly, like, not dealing with her. Scott. Scott, but also her own kids. No, yeah, like, I, I noted that, too, because it's like, you're trying to have a baby, you're getting married, you're house hunting, but you don't even have a conversation with the children. Like, hey, this is what this means yeah. And you're like, forward. hanging out with his kids every single goddamn day. Sans Mason. Like, your kids are confused. <laughs> like, and that's not made up. Like, P is not a paid actress. Like, <laughs> you being like, what's going on? Is my dad going to leave? Like, 
that means you're not doing your job. You need to make sure that they know what's going on. Yeah, because when she announced she got engaged, I'm sorry, those kids shouldn't have been that shocked. They should have been like, (laughs) they should have been like, oh, yeah, we've talked about this and da 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 da. I I know we say that their kids are a little bit like brats, but they're bad as hell. Yes. It genuinely like hurt my heart, like with P, like being shocked on the phone and like then the scene where she's crying, like, that you can't fake that. Like even the worst kid, like they weren't being like parent trap or, you know, we hate our step parent or whatever. They obviously don't hate Travis. Yeah, I think they're just fucking confused. <laughs> there, they're like, do we have to like, live with him now? Like, what the hell is like, going that's on? That's the priority. Is like, I yeah, this the whole thing is like depressing to watch. And I, you know, we can talk about the Scott of it all. Like, I think he was especially this, the latter episode of the two-part series, uh, he was doing a lot of projecting. I think mm-hmm. he was kind of like, I'm hurt now, so I'm going to, like, make accusations. But at the end of the day, this family, like, created this environment yeah. where him and every other baby daddy gets treated like family, and they're not being honest about what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... I will give Kendall props that she called him out. She's like, no, I didn't say that. Chris said that. Yeah. But then Kendall did her normal thing and just kind of like threw a hissy fit and walked out. She's like, boundaries. They're like, okay. Yeah, she's pretty. I would have said, I would have turned and said, Scott, you're being dramatic, but like Scott had the right to be like emotional because he was going, he was the one who was being slighted and like going through it and whatever. I would have turned to Chris and been like, Mom, we created this monster. Right. And we need to tell Courtney to fucking talk to him. Scott, you need to shut up and talk to Courtney. And you both need to talk to your kids. Yeah. And I think to take it a step further, Scott, you need to, this is a good sign for you to find a life of your own so you can have some balance. So you don't have to be all about the Kardashians all the time. You can pop in and pop out when you need to. Because I know know he doesn't have family. But it's also like they already did this when Courtney was dating Eunice. So this shouldn't even surprise you. Also, this family values men based on their status, if that makes sense. Or what they can provide. What they can provide. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice way to say it. the beginning of the show, which is always jarring at the end yeah. of the episode, Hulu will go back to the very first episode. Yeah, yeah. Every time I was like, oh, God, it's like whiplash. But at the beginning, they hated Scott because, yeah. like, this party boy from New York. Rich that, kid. Rich kid. But they loved him because, A, he provides solid entertainment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for their show and children. Mason was the first grandchild. Yeah. Courtney pulled Mason out of her vagina on TV. Mm-hmm. Never forget. So it's like Scott became like this shiny object because suddenly they realized when the girls have kids, people are so much more intrigued. Yeah. Like that set that off. Like before Scott was just like a guy that they were like, ah, that was constantly that. cheating on Courtney and getting drunk. And then we had problems. They're like great storylines. Yeah. yeah. So I totally get him feeling slighted. 
how he deals with it, obviously, don't agree with the man needs to just go to therapy. Well, there's a lot of manipulation by saying, well, you told me I was like a son when my parents died. And it's kind of like that, that, that has nothing to do with you being invited to a, a birthday I feel, dinner. I feel like it's mutual though. Like it's like hurt people hurt. Yeah. Again, I think he's being shitty. He's being a hundred percent shitty. But Chris is the one who constantly perpetuates this shit. Like, who's, I mean, I'd be scared to call it Chris Jenner. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, someone needs to be like, why do we keep doing this? And at the end of the day, why is it a deal? Like, why is it Scott wants to go to dinners, but he's not getting called? Or we feel awkward. Like, if you feel, like, text and say, like, hey, we're going to do a thing, but uh, we're going to have you come to this other thing. I don't know. Whatever. I think and Chris then, tried to do that when she invited yeah. him to lunch. Was like, this is my birthday lunch. <laughs> it's so stupid and forced, you know. And it's like, obviously, it's a show. So well, then he like, but the emotions between Scott and Kendall felt very genuine. That was like one of the few moments of the two two episodes where I felt like they were both genuinely like letting it out. Yeah, I think with Scott, it's just hella petty because I'm sure if he didn't see Courtney and Travis there, he wouldn't even give a fuck that he wasn't invited. It was just that Courtney and Travis there. He wanted one of them to admit that they avoid avoid inviting him places. Yeah. which I think it came from a place of hurt, like, because he knew they were worried he would act weird and make Courtney and Travis uncomfortable. Which you... They X'd you out when she was with Eunice. This should not be new. You should actually been like, oh, it's really, I'm really done for now because he asked about Thanksgiving and, oh, am I even invited Thanksgiving? Although it was funny how Chris was like, yeah, but now I had to find out where people are going to stay because there's not enough Again, I I don't want to be like Scott's like advocate (laughs) because it's messy. (laughs) But like Eunice was during a time where Scott was, like, extra, like, super annoying. And then he started dating Sophia, like, five seconds after Courtney got with Eunice. But then in the COVID times, they started pushing that narrative again. Like, well, what if you got back together with Courtney? You know, like, oh, now you guys are spending all this time together. It's like, so I I feel like you're almost taking advantage of a mentally unwell person. Like... (laughs) It's confusing. Uh, I mean, if you're Scott, okay. you're you're, you're Scott a little confused. Like up. He needs to sh- he needs to listen to Kendall, let her talk. He needs to go to therapy. He needs to find his own things. But I just hate that like they're in charge of the show, so it's like my theory, they're not being a hundred percent honest with what the role they're playing in this situation. My theory is that Scott and Courtney were still hooking up. Up until oh. the pandemic or whatever. And that is why it's so tense. Because technically, they haven't been in a relationship in seven years. Well, but and I, they love to use that fact. They let, yeah. When she talked about it, she was like, I, we broke up seven, seven years, years ago. ago. <laughs> but like, you know, living in the same house. I, you, even, even rain they had during like a break. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like... And then we see how Kanye reacted to Kim just basically treating him like her husband, but not her husband, <laughs> slash stylist. stylist yeah. He was annoyed. Again, I don't necessarily agree with this recent joint or uh, storming off, but she should have never invited him. Yeah. 
in the first place. Yeah. Right. Again, well, there's got to like be. If they're coming and we, they want both yes. of us there. Right. So come along. But like, oh, Kanye, can you help me talk to Dave Chappelle? Can you get my outfits? Oh, my God, babe, could you go get my, um, this hard drive from Ray J? Thanks, babe. Like, they're so full of shit. And that's the one that's – I'm not trying to give Scott credit here. I just think it's easy for them to paint this picture of that he's being, like, overly sensitive. Yeah. And they're not being honest <laughs> Well, they're not taking, yeah, accountability that, yeah, we were, like, including you in everything and things have changed. Like you said, he just wanted someone to admit, like, he wants someone to say he wasn't crazy, that he's not imagining yeah. this. Because then even at the birthday dinner, which took place on Astral World, uh, he it was, like, really awkward at the table. Like, Chris was like, Scott, sit over here. And then you hear they him just, like. It weird. And, and then you hear him. Weird whisper he's not hungry did you hear that when he's like and it's fucking no boo i guess if you're rich you eat at no boo all the time you're like whatever but it's no boo they make it awkward because like even when he like said congratulations to oh yeah courtney yeah and she's like i've seen you he's like yeah Yeah. guys together that wasn't that weird (laughs) it really wasn't no like he it's not weird. They yeah. make it weird. They make it a little bit. I don't he, even think he probably cared that much when they were, like, making out on the deck. But like, they I, edited it that way to make it weird. So, like, here's this person who's probably mentally ill. Like, definitely he fed all these weird stories where he's like, maybe I should care more. Like, ugh. Well, even Chloe in her confessional was like, it's so awkward. I'm like, am I watching the same show? It doesn't it's seem that small. awkward. If anyone's awkward, it was Ellen in there. You I don't know, know what she was talking about. Chloe, every single fucking time you're talking to Tristan. But no, uh, if Tristan wants to come around, it's not awkward. He's Drew's father. No, Scott has been on the show since the first episode aired. Yeah. They have three children together. Both of his parents are dead. He has no siblings. And Chris has actively made it clear he's part of the family. Why is it awkward that he's there? And but that- when Tristan is there... Two weeks after he fucking cheated on you when you're pregnant. That's not awkward. Oh, I know. That, that, that's, yeah, disconnect. But also, it's awkward because they were still hooking up. Admit it. I, yeah, I, I totally think, I think that's a great theory. Yeah. He, or even if they weren't necessarily like he and the V. Always, yeah. every time Courtney and Scott were together for the entire length of this show, there's always like, banter and tension like back and forth even when Scott was like as fucked as he could possibly be Courtney would get mad in a way that like a girlfriend or a wife yeah. would get mad like yeah. I need to get clean not just yeah. like oh fuck that I'm moving on you know yeah, yeah. There's always that tension of like I just wish he would get better till the end till literal months before the Travis thing yeah yeah so let's all be honest with ourselves. Yeah, like there was something else going on. There's no reason it should be this awkward. Um, I think it was funny though when Chris was trying to downplay the, the birthday dinner for she's like, I'm just having people come over for like a tour. That's eh, not that big of a deal. <laughs> Nobu? It, is there catering? <laughs> is there a chef? You have catering. Where? Nobu? And Nobu? Planning <laughs> lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he said Mindy Wise is probably going to be there. Yeah. And lo and behold, a full on on party at her fabulous house. The house is banging. Can't hate on that house. And again, it's like, why did they have to tiptoe around? And yeah. again, 
who knows what's for the show or not, but the interaction between Kendall and Scott felt very authentic. authentic. <laughs> well, I think so too. Cause Chris want to say like, Hey, I'm having dinner, but like it's small, but I would love to figure out a way we can do something. You mean Kendall or Chris's? Kendall, say. Chris, whoever in this family. Anybody. Like, right, right, right. The weird, awkward diner thing. Not just that it was at a diner, but Chris was being like weird and wishy-washy. Yeah. Like he always is. It's like, grow a spine and say, look, I'm going to have a birthday party dinner thing at my house. Uh, you are not invited. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and have you not come because we're still figuring out like how everyone feels around each other. I want you and Courtney to sit down with Travis and kind of figure out what you guys' boundaries are. And in the meantime, like, let's think of some cool stuff we can do. That's what a normal person would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, but it makes for a better show. To not even on. normal, not even normal. Just a person who has gone to therapy and, or just like thinks about like, let's communicate clear and explicitly. <laughs> Yeah, because Scott kind of, his default is to, like, attack and, like... Yeah, he projects. Like, is it a birthday dinner or not? Why wouldn't I be there? Stop talking all this shit of us, like, oh, my God, Scott, well, And he brings please. in other weird stuff. He doesn't actually care about that. He just... You can no, tell... No, he doesn't. He does not care about that. to admit you're being weird. Yeah. That's it's okay it. if you're being weird. Because yeah. this is a weird situation. But admit it. Stop trying to make it like it's not weird. But they make it weird. <laughs> um, let's jump back to Kim for a second. Because while she was talking to Courtney, she had revealed that um, Kanye was pissed off about, she was talking about SNL again. He used the word divorce and we're not divorced yet. I wanted to say too, I forgot we didn't, we didn't have this show when the SNL monologue aired, which was a great monologue. My only critique is she should not have done a Nicole Simpson slash OJ Simpson joke. Not that I don't like a good OJ joke, but considering like they were like close family friends with Nicole and Kendall's middle name is Nicole after Nicole Simpson, like I don't want to hear them do an OJ joke. It's weird. Well, and it's, it's creepy. Stupid and like overdone. It's like, okay, you're tangentially re- related to OJ. The end. Like, we don't need to talk about it anymore. Like, Especially when with the disconnect, it's like they talk about Robert Sr. like he's like a saint and nothing. They never got divorced and everything was perfect. It's like, no, cheat on each other. You got divorced. Then he went to court and defended this person who killed your best friend and is largely considered guilty. But like he got off like it just doesn't. I hate that they do these weird things that like we're just going to pretend that never happened. So how are we supposed to laugh at that in a Saturday Night Live joke? Plus, yeah, the OG joke. I was like, I don't like that one. Also, too, I thought it was interesting. This is what we're talking about the show and the timelines and things are weird. How that like arc in that episode was the sex tape and the computer, da 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 da. But she made a sex tape joke during the monologue, so it's kind of hard to believe you're this upset. The news that there was another sex tape never came out. Yeah, so that's my only critique. But other than that, they created it. It's like it was already like a well, like circulated internet rumor. It wasn't like they were like, "Oh God, TMZ is gonna break this story tomorrow after her SNL airs." Like that'd be one thing, but it was just, yeah, everything is just very heavy-handed. And (laughs) maybe Connor just said what he said. 
there's I think he was just annoyed she called him out there to be there and was clearly just like a background player for her. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny that she sent in the monologue, which I was happy to hear that, and that he just didn't read it. <laughs> I mean, that is so funny. <laughs> like, I don't, again, I don't want to vouch for Kim because I think she's a liar, but I totally could see Kanye as being the type to just be like, if I don't see, like, if I don't look at something, it's not there. That's not the same as not seeing something. Like, if you choose to not look at something, it doesn't mean he's like, you oh, you couldn't have seen it. Yeah, no, I didn't read that. <laughs> yeah. Subject line: SNL monologue. He's like, well, no, I didn't get around to that. He probably refused to answer anything from Tracy's phone number. Oh yeah, she Tracy you know? probably sent it. Wait, wait, Tracy's probably Alex? blocked. No. Like. <laughs> Tracy's Again, probably Kim, if you really need Kanye to fucking read the monologue, call him and say, Kanye, I'm going to send you the monologue and I need you to read it and I need you to tell me if anything bothers you. Oh, no. But she feels like, oh, well, I have Tracy send it, so I'm off the hook. That was so funny. Hey, and then she goes on to talk about how he called her after the Critics' Choice Awards, but it's like the first time she had dressed <laughs> herself in years without the outfit being vetted. And he told her her career was over and that he sent her a picture of Marge Simpson. I found that Marge Simpson picture. Oh my God. Please <laughs> send it to me after this because I think I want to name this episode Marge Simpson. I'm, I think I'm going to name it. It's giving Marge Simpson. I, I, I would really hope Kanye cool. had just texted her that pic, a picture of herself and Marge and just said, it's giving Marge Simpson. It's Please like, tell me that's how it went. That's what he's with Kanye. It's like he's annoys me so much 97% of the time and then he gets these seniors off you're like god damn it and to be fair I feel like his dragon brother just the same thing where it's like he comes up with the funniest like insane unhinged nicknames for people oh my god I love like, a good god I love a <laughs> good fair, Trump saying uh yeah. stop the steal is probably my favorite yeah just because it just makes no sense. And stop stop the count, though, was hilarious. Like, that's yeah. not how voting works. Okay, you can't you want just us to stop, stop counting. counting. <laughs> Straightforward. Drain uh, the swamp. <laughs> like, just random things. But that shit had me die that he saw yeah. she's like Mark Simpson. Um, I think this was a good episode for Kim that she finally we get her to admit that she does not know what she's doing with no, fashion. Personality. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's she she liked to say that she was always interested in fashion, but she never had the vision. It's cool, girl. You can't put an outfit together. Who the fuck can? It's not easy. I can't dress like, to save I'm a my graphic life. Designer. Like <laughs> I tell people all the time, like I don't come up with the ideas. The, yeah. the client does, and yeah. then I have a creative director and art director who helps guide how to interpret it. I'm good at listening to people's ideas and mm-hmm. saying like this is how it should be executed. Right. Right. So I get where Kim's coming from, where she's like, I like the idea of being a vehicle for that. But, like, I'm not the person figuring out how to execute it. And it's like, girl, we know. We've been here since the beginning. We have seen (laughs) you come to us with some shit. Um, And I don't love how, like, weird Connie always was with styling her because it's very, like, possessive. And I think seeing the SNL thing, like, further, like, expose that because they're not even together and he's still, like, this is my puppet. I hate, I hated that aspect of it. But at the end of the day, like, I do think they both genuinely enjoyed that part of 
yeah. the relationship. So it was interesting to hear her, like, actually say that. Yeah. Like, towards the end, that's all we had in common. Yeah. And, and those are some genuine moments from Kim. There were other ones that were not genuine at all. <laughs> but <laughs> I could see how they got kind of, like, addicted to that dynamic. Because, again, she didn't have a personality. And he was obsessed with her being amused. So, unhealthy. Yeah. Yes. But they probably got used to it. Um, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Bless you. Um, and then she said, like, he would walk in and he would say, your hair should look like this. So, you should wear that. So, that supports my theory that all that cultural appropriation that's all Kanye. Because I always I always recognize that all that shit didn't start till Kanye got into the family. But the more Kim like confirms, like if he has to tell Kim what to wear, he damn sure has to tell Chloe what to wear and Courtney what to wear. I mean she don't be appropriate like that. Or Kylie what to wear, how to look. So I that's why I feel like I now know that- Kanye was whispering in Tyga's ear like yeah. You, you need to get Kylie together. Get her in a wig. Which get her a BBL and let's go. Because Kylie was a teenager. <laughs> like, you know that they were like, she's manipulatable. Yeah. Like, you can manipulate her and mold her into your your creature, which is disgusting and disturbing. On a variety of levels. I really feel it's like her. Kanye introduced the family to BBLs. Was like, you guys yeah. need to be getting this procedure. <laughs> I had Amber get one. Changed her uh. fucking life. <laughs> All of it. That's I don't think we'll be seeing braids anytime soon on Miss Kimberly. The tanning, I don't think will be happening anytime soon. Um, At the night gala was pretty bad though. Oh yeah. Well, that was like white girl bad. At least it wasn't like appropriation. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be Maryland. Yeah. Her white girl phase because it's working for Courtney. And she always copies Courtney. So yeah, sounds about right. Scooped up a white man. Um, but yeah, I think that we have Kanye to think for all that, which I'm sure he wouldn't call it appropriation. He'd just call it, I gave you the culture. This is my muse. <laughs> I gave my muse the culture. We know. And no as long as I get credit for it. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so Kim, Kim was going to a wedding. She was trying to figure out what to wear. My question, where the fuck are the stylists? Call Monica Rose up and apologize and let's get a fucking stylist in here. Why are you pulling your own shit? Well, and it felt very much like one of the stupid storylines, too. Or a situation of too many yes people around you. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, is, you know, law not taking your calls? Or (laughs) is this Zendaya? Like, or are you just delusional and, like, people around you, like, Tracy were like, no, girl, you got this. You can prove it to Kanye that you can dress yourself. And then she did the skim spendy thing. So I'm sure the Fendi guy, I forget his name off the top of my head, encouraged her to wear that thing. So she just blindly was like, okay. Did not fit her, like, at all. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And speaking of kissing your ass, Scott was kissing every inch of oh. her ass during this thing. <laughs> It's like he really doesn't want to get kicked funny. out of the family. <laughs> it was at least entertaining. But yeah, yeah like embarrassing then it's like embarrassing but also forced. Like I felt like they were just kind of Yeah, like, I was like, where the hell are the, the stylists? Why are you dressing yourself? That was weird. Also, too, Kim was like going through what she wants to say at the wedding, because it's a gay wedding. And she just was like, Oh, I have this telling Scott, I want to say something like I haven't been to a gay wedding since my second wedding or something like that, which is Chris Humphreys, which I 
Kim, I think we talked about Kim's humor with that Photoshop thing. She has very strange humor. It can come across dark and or offensive. I feel like she like, just borrows like ideas that are also outdated. Like, oh, my ex-husband is gay. That's why it doesn't work out. It's like, that's not <laughs> even an interesting joke. Like, but she, everything she does is like regurgitated. Because I think sometimes when she like, kind of like off the cuff like laughs at herself it's mm-hmm. funny yeah but i don't funny. think him is a funny person she's like, not a funny person she cannot come huh. up with funny things because it like, comes across self-deprecation is funny yeah. but like trying to be like an snl skit writer and being like oh i'm gonna say this on my speech like setting up the punchline it's like ooh, it, it feel it's her humor can get offensive to the where it's not funny where you're kind of like yeah. like i'm offensive but i'm in- funny but Simon's like, it's like ah, ah, that's so great. It's not even offensive. It's not good enough to be offensive. Yeah, that's what maybe that's what I mean. It's like, where are we it's going with this? Being bland. Please. And then and then she wears a fucking Balenciaga glove stretchy shoe boot thing. At least it was blue. But it's like, why did you do that? And even today, she was back in Balenciaga. I don't know what hold Demna has over her, but... Or, like, to your point, is anyone answering the phone? <laughs> is anyone else answering the phone but Balenciaga? Or, or is she being crazy and being like, oh, like, Kanye styled his new girlfriend, and I need to go back to all that shit. Because she was, like, not doing that for a hot minute. And then Kanye's, like, new girlfriend... Posted a bunch of pictures where she was wearing like the Balenciaga style like glasses and the swimsuit that looked exactly like the one Kim wore for the swimsuit illustrated thing. <laughs> and I was just like, God, stop wearing the stupid motorcycle shit from Balenciaga. Wear literally anything else. I don't know. Michael Kors. Somebody come dress her. Um, yeah. Also, too, about Chris's birthday <laughs> party. Somebody come get her. She's <laughs> yes. like a Balenciaga stripper. <laughs> she wishes. Um, uh, she was teasing Pete a lot in these two episodes, yada, yada, yada. Um, looking at my notes, whatever I wanted to say. Okay. Shall we move on to make sure everybody, oh, that's what I wanted to say. The birthday party was the same night as Astroworld. The show tried to make us believe that Kendall was in Miami the night of Chris's birthday party won't is no, well no documented. Oh, no mention of Kylie. Kylie and Mason don't exist, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> or Rob. This- Rob was Rob. at the dinner and they just pretend they just didn't mention it. Didn't mention him at all either. But like it's well documented that Kylie and Kendall were at Astroworld while Chris was having her birthday party. And bless who lose heart, they even went through the um the trouble of filming a phone conversation where Kendall's in Miami, checking up on how the birthday dinner went. So exactly the same vibes of, like I said, the when continuity. The, yeah, the continuity here starts because they filmed this really fake ass conversation in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. The paparazzi caught them in their outfits. Yeah, and that's how <laughs> they don't even give a shit anymore. They're just like, eh. Yeah, it's like okay. it's just. I think it's bizarre. I feel like. Someone pointed out, like, maybe legally they can't talk about it, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I just think it's they could have just, like, carried on like normal and then at some point, like, had a black screen and been like, 
this was the night of Astro World. We can't talk about it, but like we'd like all the victims' families to be thought of, like blah blah blah, something like that. And then just like cut to the next scene. That yeah, would have or, or you, yeah, like or Chris is they film Chris or somebody getting a phone call or text or you know someone seeing something on social media. And they could have made it like, oh, is Kylie okay? Is Storm, you know? And then to your point, maybe go to like a black screen. Like at this yeah. time, we stopped filming because da, like da, da, they da. want us to think this is also organic, but you have to ignore this like a major like event where literally like multiple people died. You're going to ignore it, which is bad enough, and then you're going to film a fake ass segment. Yeah, with like, Kendall, with Haley Bieber. In Miami, Haley Bieber is more boring than Kendall, if you can yeah. believe it. So this but, scene, I hated it. I hated every minute of it. I can't even, and then they're like, you guys are crazy. Yeah. You <laughs> want crazy. some vitamins? Oh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> well, even Scott told Kendall she's the most normal one. I'm like, yes, that's why she's so boring. It's normal. Yeah. It's not, she's not cut out for reality TV. Like Andy would have dropped her ass. So long ago, if she was a housewife, on space today, you avoid confrontation, right? So, you don't want to film. Um, but yeah, so I just had to note that about Astral World. Um, let's move on to Chloe again. None of these girls have anything going on, so at least not on this show. I don't know about in their real life, but on the show, nobody's doing that's where the show sucks because it's like (laughs) they're not following them, it's not documentary. You never see anyone lose their cool, it's still very. Nobody's planned out occasions. No, it's, I mean, we'll get into Kim's prison reform very lightly, but no one's really doing any work or like even Chris was like, yeah, I just work here from here all days. And I, what work are you doing? I want to see it. I want to see a meeting or something. <laughs> right. What do y'all do all day? So anyway, Chloe works out. Well, first of all, she told Malika that Tristan's been doing so great. He's my best friend. Like, Get better from Uh Yada, yada, yada. So we'll cut to like the second episode. She and Tristan are working out in Kim's gym because obviously her shit's not ready. I did have a thought once watching the scene, like how it kind of sucks that Chloe had to take on the brand of the fitness chick. Like she had to do revenge body and like she has to post all that fucking gym content well, on she's her like, this is Instagram. What you over going to the gym. I'm like, that's. Yeah. I was like, why? What's- Interesting about that. Right. Why don't make the gym your personality? If she wrote that book, remember, and it had a lot it of like, gym worth stuff in it. Back after cheating on you three times because you like working out together. Well, remember that was the thing too in the pandemic where Kim realized she wants someone to work out with because Tristan and Chloe work out together every morning. Yeah, because they couldn't fucking go anywhere. But it just sucks. She has to that's take not on this, a personality like, workout girl. <laughs> like even Poosh was like. Uh, they'd had an article once, and I only know this because I actually like to play this on Spotify. And it was like Chloe's workout playlist. I'm like, let her do something else. I think Kathleen said this week when offline about we were talking about hobbies, and I asked, do the car Jenners have hobbies? We know Kendall has hobbies because she's fucking normal, so she has a lot of hobbies, and we know all about them. I don't know what these people like to do for fun or leisure or like. I think Courtney had interior design for a minute. I mean, even like, they can't even be consistent with like their kids or their like pets. Like, yeah, that's what normal people like post about all the time. I don't or, like, know, like, like Chloe. they just, yeah, yeah. With Chloe, you can't like working out. 
Like this isn't your thing. Like you're not like a fitness model. You're not like doing meal prep. So that you're this is not your world. We I think it's just a brand that she's latched on to. But what do you like to do? Interesting amount of like today I'm doing like mm, some type of crunch and like this is great. (laughs) You want to tighten your whatever. Like she doesn't even do that kind of stuff. It's just like these weird, uncomfortable looking pictures of being like, I woke up at 5 a.m. and you're like it's Every always day. 5 a.m. <laughs> and then forced that conversation with Tristan, God. And then he, like, it was, like, pulling teeth to get him to even tell her what the fan said. Oh, my God, right? Because I don't believe – I was trying to remember because this is when Tristan was playing for the Kings. And I know he was getting heckled. He did kick someone out. But I don't think that person – I'm not there, but I don't think that person called Chloe a whore – no, like they tried to sound like, oh, Chloe dates all the basketball players. No, they were calling him out. Exactly. Their I trimester, think, and it was around you. the same time the rumors were going around about the other girl. And it was just like, and she was like, thanks for sticking up for me. And then he's like, when she's like, oh, everyone in this family stays around, even like if the couples don't work out. Like Scott and Kanye. So you're never leaving. He's like, no, you're never leaving. I was like, God. Playing in her face. I mean, just straight up was like, bitch, you know what time it is over here. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, Um, then he like tweeted at some point where she's like, oh, this looks bad later. (laughs) And still said, when they finally talked about the breakup, was like, he's a great guy. Just not the guy for me. It's like, what the fuck? Why can't you just (laughs) say this fucker fucked around and found out. Like, just – what the hell? Like, that conversation yeah. alone was embarrassing. Yeah, the Besides conversation the fact, was – Well, th- that conversation – The conversation, again, was a disconnect because she was talking – Obviously, we brought Robert Sr. again and how, yeah. like, oh, we had this blended family. My dad used to play – golf with Caitlin and they were good friends and I think it's great that we just include the men meanwhile we've had like three episodes of you guys leaving Scott out of shit yeah. so what are we talking well, about like the whole trap it's like did he ever talk to Caitlin no <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, it's like Tristan, why do we bend over backwards for Tristan and he's like I don't know I wouldn't fucking be here if you didn't make me well, like Kanye's never leaving. Kanye moved to Wyoming like two years yeah. ago. He's left. He, he like refuses to film. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. He, he's just picking up the kids. Like he's not hanging out with you guys. Like, and Lamar, I mean, oh, Lamar, you guys tried. Chris tried to keep Lamar around. He was gone. Obviously, he doesn't have kids. So I, I get that. Travis, Trav, where the fuck is Travis? Scott, Travis Scott. Where is he? He's doing his own thing. Like, so I get, I get what, what Chloe was trying to special oh. about him, other than he put sperm in Chloe that turned into true. Like, <laughs> like I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the chemistry. Like you can get rid of people. I mean, not get rid of them, but you know, people are the fathers and yada yada yada. But like we kind of talked with Scott, you guys could have some type of boundaries well, like or feel like yeah, Tristan. Is there <laughs> the end? Tristan's picking up true. Okay, goodbye. Like, like he's not your best friend, and he's not a good person. Just not your person. If he disrespected you so many goddamn times, in the he, form of procreating with other people, like right. in this well, conversation alone, he's disrespectful to you. But well, like what he said too, that was just like, girl, shut up. Is when um not hurt. He Chloe said he's really protective of his family. 
What family? You guys are not, he's like, to Kathleen's point, he is True's father. He's not in your family just because he's True's dad. He already had a kid and he cheated on that kid's mom to get with Chloe. And at this time, you're about to find out that he made another person pregnant and then told her to fucking get a smush Martian. Yeah. So what is family? He's not your fa- He's not protective of your family. Like, shouldn't well, even be here. He didn't defend you. He was getting yeah. heckled because he's a little bitch. And then he acted like a little bitch and the fan got hunt- thrown out. Like, well, that's why that's, he couldn't, couldn't tell her, her Malika, what. God, Malika's your only friend. It's like, they get a boner off the idea that it's like, this man fought for me. Pick me ass bitch. Well, I was choked by this man. Because he told a heckler to leave the basketball game. Yeah, it was like he was like the heckler lying. was in front of him for being a piece of shit, which he's been saying since day one, and you insisted that we were all haters. He wasn't lying to you. That's why he couldn't remember, quote unquote, what the fans. Yeah, I can't said. remember. Uh, look on Twitter. You could literally watch like thirty-seven videos of it. You can't remember time. really because you're the one that look had him up. thrown out. <laughs> Um, oops, let me take my notes out, girl. Uh, but yeah, so famous last words. Chloe told Malika's that Mama is good and Mama is not good. And it's only going to get Mama. fucking worse. But, well, and again, this show is edited. So they could have at any point, like, edited this episode differently to be like, oh, uh, you know. I w- you know what I wish they would have did? Oh, this is awkward. Bitch, this would have been dope as fuck. If the first episode they showed when Chloe found out about the baby yeah. and then rewound it and yeah. did like four months prior. That's what oh! a good documentary does. Yeah, that would be like a dope. true crime, even if it's a reenactment, true crime type shows. Like we just watched yeah. Candy and that's how it is. It's like at the very beginning, you know that she's been murdered and get like, a very small amount of details. And then the show, all every episode is like different bits and pieces that led up to that. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Actual yeah. killing. Almost like This Is Us style. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I know. God, don't even get me started. Kanye took the kids to school in a fire truck, which was really cute. Adorable. Uh, Sam just cracks me up because he always acts like it's the first time he's seeing these people every time he's yeah. around them. Uh, I was like, who are you people? I've never seen you before in my life. It was cute until Kim's like, who gets picked up in a fire truck? Nobody except for you. I hate that she like, <laughs> instills that annoying exceptionalism into their brains. And it's like, you're just rich. Anybody with money could be like, fire truck, come with me. You know, like, well, you know, it's so funny. Again, which, what is special about it? I think when she said that too, North was like, and the firemen, like, even North was like, bitch, firemen do this all the time, girl. We're not impressed. Job. I don't know what that is, mom, but. <laughs> but they all, the kids look really cute. Chicago, she's so small and cute and just along for the ride. I don't, I, again, I don't think she knew what was going on. Plus, I feel like Kim was getting horny in her own words off of the idea that, like, she thought Kanye was pissed at her. And then he did this thing. So she was kind of like, can you believe Kanye did this? For yeah. Our kids? <laughs> yeah. It was and like. You, and you just reminded me something Chloe said, which she was like, we're all really great co-parents. And like, usually people say they, the, that's called baby mamas. Like that's, I think that's a really, is that the new like hip way to say baby mamas or baby daddies? It's co-parents. Well, and like Kim, if Kanye's picking the kids from school in a fire truck, let them fucking do it. 
and then yeah. he can talk about it on his own. Like you don't, it doesn't. You're not involved. They like, need, they need dirt, content for the show. Yeah. She's like, they grab your fucking camera, film this. Like, like the kids are not going to lose out on anything if Kanye picks them up from school. Like, why does it have? That is not a co-parenting situation. Like, if they were in a play. That's a co-parenting situation. But like, you don't need to be involved with him picking them up from school in a fire truck. That she is very to- much dad energy of divorced parents. She needs like, content, Kathleen. They need to film that. She's got to be involved. I know, God. God. Oh, we didn't even talk about Courtney or Kendall cutting that cucumber. I think we have a tire mill about it, so we can Ooh. do that in there. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure I cover everything before we go into the prison reform. I feel like, yeah, in the prison reform stuff, I feel like it's the same old, same old. Yeah, so we'll just talk about it. The prison reform princess is at it again. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> prison reform princess is at it again. So there were two cases she was focused on. One, unfortunately, um, he got executed. I can't remember his name right now. I think it's Brandon. And the other, Julius Jones, she was working on his his life being spared. So this is the first time in a while we've seen her talk about prison reform on camera. She was supposed to have a podcast. I don't know what happened. But um, she meets with this guy named Scott who owns this, uh, like, a foundation. I think it's called ARC. And it helps previously incarcerated people get jobs and houses. So he's talking to Kim. And, again, he's in full ass-kissing mode. So she tells yeah, him. Uh, I was going to say, the other time she's like, wow, you're so amazing. Wow, that is so Oh, my God, that's such a good idea. Like, you want to, like, give inmates a job? That is such an amazing He talked about, like, what he did. Kim wasn't asking him any questions. He was just like, wow, that is so crazy. But, like, you are a group text so famous people. That's oh my, insane. You were oh working so hard. So, so <laughs> crazy. It's, oh my God, that's the best idea. I was like, calm down. Um, but, you know, I did some research on him because I'm nosy as fuck. Because I'm always interested when white people are involved with things like prison reform. So I always want to see like, okay, what's your background? Do you, have you been incarcerated yourself? So I found out, basically he got into this Stuff because he volunteered at a juvenile hall because he was very interested in da 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 da. Okay, whatever. But he produced The Hangover. So, uh, not he like funds. he's <laughs> not capital. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's really like of the community. I think it's more of a nice rich white man sees a need in the community, which is fine. Yes, but it made sense on why he was like, oh my god, yeah, that's a great idea. Do I think he means it? Probably not, but it was just very like, oh my god, Kim, this is even just if he doesn't amazing. come from a, a calculated place. At the end of the day, like, yeah. the people who work in this kind of community work are from the community, you know, that they're yeah. working for, and it's not glamorous, and there's no funding, and it's very tiresome, and like that. And that's just why it gets frustrating that she has. Maybe people are saying no to her. I hope so. <laughs> Being like, no, bitch, we're busy. But she, ha- she, it's seemingly she has so many opportunities to highlight organizations that are like nitty gritty and doing it. But she that are already pre existing. She hand selects this little like narrative that looks good for her. 
I think, too, I honestly don't think she fully knows things. And I, I know, I'm trying to say it in a nice way. Do I think she's dumb? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when it comes to prison reform, the topic, she yeah. doesn't have a clue, like, how deep these yeah. things run, if, it, if that like, makes if sense. We, also, we talk about with this family, where it's like, they're wealthy, they're famous, and they have all these people around them. That when they they choose to just ignore stuff they don't want to deal with, they believe things that are probably not entirely true because if they can stick to them, it becomes true. So, like, I could totally see her just having this weird, narrow vision of what prison reform means. Yeah, because in this episode, she kept saying prison reform, but I'm like, you're not – you're talking about capital punishment. Yeah. And that is not, I mean, in the big grand scheme, is it prison reform? Sure, you could throw it under that umbrella. But you guys aren't reforming anything. No. <laughs> you- <laughs> and it goes right back to another white savior of this governor that signed the shit off. And he commuted the sentence. He's still yeah. fucking life uh, with no Without parole. parole. Like, mm-hmm. she, there's such more nuanced conversations she could be having, even on a Hulu show that's supposedly documentary style. Like, the average person knows more about prison reform or not to take him doesn't the average person talks more deeply about yes, prison reform yeah. than Kim does. So why do yeah. I want to pick her to be our advocate? You know? Yeah. And that's the thing. I was just like, you're on the right, you're going in the right direction, but you're not going well, in the right and direction. Especially then when she talked about her sons, oh, God. she did not <laughs> say my children are black. Right, black boys. And they will be treated differently in the justice system, which feeds into the prison system, and all these systemic reasons that there are more black men in prison. He's like, she couldn't even, like, say that. And then she's like, oh, that's totally true. Like, he got involved with the wrong people. My dad would always say that. Don't get involved with the wrong friends. And, like, that's what I tell my kids. Like, that's such a boomer dumb thing to say. Well, like, and also that's what she tells her son. Salmas just turned three, so he was two then. And Say is a smooth six, so I don't know what crowds they've been getting into if they're gonna join a gang anytime soon. But it was very like, girl, please. And she wanted people to hear it, like, oh, she has black son, she gets it. But she didn't even have the balls to be like, it makes me nervous knowing that my children are black and could get looked at differently yeah in the court of law or even if they didn't do anything they could be the one accused of doing something because of the way that they look it's like it was just such a stupid infuriating conversation yeah so i don't think prison reform got dealt with but it looks like she might be leaning more towards sentencing reform i can maybe give her that but in even yeah, that's a <laughs> cop out for her because she can be like Saint Kim, like when she was talking to the guy about like, what if I had a law office and like everybody who worked there was in prison before? <laughs> Mama Teresa, aka Kim Esquire, like if she's I, asking people to commute sentences, yeah, she gets the credit. The annoying man governor from Oklahoma who signed the thing gets credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not helpful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not not helpful. I hate. When I know people, what you mean. She's doing something. It's like, well, she could be doing a lot fucking more. So if she wants us to give her credit, and if she wants the Vogue cover, and if she wants the podcast that doesn't exist, do something. Yeah. More 
and systematically effective. And it's not easy. I wouldn't say like just walk, yeah. just walk. But at the same time, to Kathleen's point she made earlier, which I liked, I think you have to talk about it. And we always say this: talk about this in a deeper level than just this very surface base. There, like, point. oh, this isn't dying tomorrow. Can you like sign a petition? <laughs> That's like the most that she shares. She yeah. never shares like anything deeper than that. And it's super frustrating. And that alone she could do easily. There's so many celebrities who dip their toes in like talking about those issues. But it's almost like outdated in how unwilling she is to talk about anything deeper. And I, I would like, totally understand if she didn't feel, if she felt a little insecure about her knowledge on the topic. But I'm sure the response to that is, you can just say, I'm still learning about this, or I'm still trying to, like, grasp the concept. But to my understanding, dot, dot, yeah, dot. Yeah, she's more calculated in trying to sound knowledgeable about learning, but, like, not really dancing around the subjects. And, like, there's, like, teenagers in refrigerator-based class who could explain the prison industrial complex better mm-hmm. than her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least to our knowledge, because she's not doing it. And that tells me that she's scared. Of yep. pissing off her friends like Jeff Bezos and like other fiscally conservative, socially liberal people. It's like, just fucking say like the reality. Kardashian Colloquium, aka MJ, she did a really good post um, on what we're talking about. Uh, it's her captions filling in some of the absent data from last night's episode. So she has like all this good, what do you call it? Infographics about the stuff Kim should be telling you instead of just saying the system's broken, the system is broken. Working as by design. Uh, the new Jim Crow is a like book that you could read if you are interested in mass incarceration in the age of color blindness. Sorry, I can't read. Um, <laughs> it's small font. I am tired. I can hear it in Normal my voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's hopefully Kim will work on that in the years to come. You know, I thought too was funny. I wrote down that Scott guy was like, oh my God, your dad, what would your dad say? He'd be so proud of another Robert senior moment. Um, Robert senior was a, 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 what do they call that? Entertainment lawyer. So Robert Robert probably would fucking hate this. (laughs) And like he was on a team that got OJ off. And OJ wasn't even like the star like black man who was profiled by the police. But they used that to their advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was always like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. And also it was pretty obviously fucking killed his wife. So Robert didn't wasn't the one who came up with that strategy. It was the rest of the team. Johnny came up Cochran. Yeah. <laughs> Robert was like, oh, this is my friend. Can we get him off for murder? Because I don't know what else to do. Exactly. Um, sorry, I took half an edible too. So that's why I'm losing my train <laughs> of thought. Uh, I'm like, wait, how did we get to OJ? Because the Scott guy was like asking. Oh, duh. Sorry. What Robert would think. And it's like Robert wasn't a social justice. That's right. right. Yeah, I'm he sorry. wasn't. He was not. <laughs> and told Kim she's too vain to be a lawyer and that like it will give her He was the one who was like, make sure your boobs aren't out because people will like judge you. Well, remember when he, she married her first husband? He was yeah. not here for that black shit. I definitely think Robert 
is where Kim gets her fiscal conservative. So <laughs> no offense to the dead. Sorry, Robert. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I love that was an apology and not an apology. You're holding to what? <laughs> like, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> apology accepted. Uh, me and my edibles kicked in, so sorry if I sound fucking insane. I think that's all from those two episodes. Oh my gosh, I was long. I don't reviewed. think we could talk about them anymore. But <laughs> nobody, uh, as long as we talked about them just now, I promise you, none of them have anything going on. Look, we're not the podcast you come to for thorough recaps, okay? We do detailed recaps. Like, we go through everything. I'm really proud of us. Or maybe not thorough, structured. Recaps. Structured, maybe Other yeah. Podcasts will give you structured recaps, but it's harder. That's not what we give you. you it's hear. harder on these episodes. I'm glad you said that because I noticed that today on these episodes, it's harder to structure it because it doesn't go in any type of like rhyme or reason. At everything's least, so stretched out. It's like yeah, they'll touch back into something they touched in the previous one, and it's just yeah. At least at E, we had an A plot, B plot, C yeah. plot, and they just bounced back to those three stories. This, yeah. they just turned the camera on and <laughs> filmed and then just put it I'm out. Trying I'm like, to Rachel, but like it's fake, so it's not working. <laughs> like, could someone edit this yeah. into a show? <laughs> um, it's just in Tyra Mail. Um, let's since we're on the topic, Kim is woke. It's a question. Kim is woke. Hi, ladies. I just watched the latest episode. I'm honestly shocked. Finally, some decent content. Interesting. Kim's whole section showing behind the scenes of how she's getting involved in prison reform was the most interesting stuff the whole show so from the whole show so far. I will agree with that. I wish the show was just this instead of with her as the draw to give the a platform to people she works with. I think it's great she's drawing attention to the issue and putting it on the Kardashians means more people will be exposed to it. And honest, I honestly don't care what her motivations are because it's had a positive outcome on people's lives regardless and is way more interesting than watching Chloe be humiliated for the sixth week in a row. It was also so great to see Kanye being cute with the kids and it's sad to see what good relationship they seemingly had at the start of the divorce knowing how it all goes wrong. P.S. I recently went through a big breakup five years and the podcast has been a great distraction for me. I plan to take inspiration from Kimberly and move on swiftly. Definitely not ending up in a court and Chloe situation. Much love from England, Sadie. Sadie, bless your heart. Bless your heart, Sadie. But I will agree with her. This is kind of more what I would want to see. Because that's why I said no one has anything going on except for Kim. I will say, though, if it were to be like that, I wish it was more honest that that's what it was like. You know, because she kind of did that one docuseries thing at some point. I can't even remember anymore like how it all works but it would be nicer if that was how the show was structured I think you yeah. said at the beginning when we heard about the Hulu thing like if it was like focused on all their like business endeavors so for them to come out like it's like a totally brand new groundbreaking show and it's documentary style they're basically doing what they did before but like less fun yeah <laughs> uh, so I think I would have appreciated this portion of what Kim was doing, if it was more sincere and more focused. Because I think even on E, sometimes they would like do these like serious things where they would go to Skid Row or like go to Planned Parenthood or something. 
and they kind of let whoever it was like give a spiel and educate like what they did mm-hmm. this was like not that like literally like we just said that guy was just talking about how good kim's ideas were for like forever and then they're like go call common like they had a list of just celebrities yeah. and like <laughs> some of the stuff she explained like how the process works was, yeah. was interesting but again to mj's point she strategically left out a much bigger conversation that could have been had or not even bigger per se. It's not like it would take three episodes to explain how fucked up our system is. You know, it's like, it's just the way they crafted this perfect little like thing and didn't really talk about the heart of the matter. So it was hard for me to enjoy it, but I will agree. It, it was at least something. But I'm not, I refuse to give Kim credit. Or or not, no credit. I refuse to give Kim the excessive amount of credit that she's getting. Like, she needs to do better if she wants to be, like, prison reform princess, as Natalie said. Prison reform princess. She's not doing enough, in my opinion. (laughs) My (laughs) humble white lady opinion. She's not doing enough. Um, I read to say this about Kim. Did you hear when she said about Kanye, you know, if she wants to like respect him or whatever, but so she didn't talk about him on the show because if she does that, it's a problem. But if he does that, everyone's like, oh, it's art. And it's just not respecting how the other person expressed himself. I really think she was just talking about Kanye, not yeah. like the public. I thought I was like, oh, you're talking about Kanye. Cause I can tell it's yeah. more like if I talk about Kanye on my show, he's like upset but then he can go make a song about how he hates me. (laughs) And I think a lot of his recent songs are dumb, first of all. And for a second, maybe you shouldn't worry so much if he thinks you're an asshole if you talk about him on the show. Like, grow back on. Like, she constantly, like, backbends to try to be like, he's just expressing himself when he posts all these insane, unhinged screenshots on Instagram and talks about how he's going to, like, by Pete Davidson, like you don't. That's not art. You don't need to call that art. Oh, like, remember he was a, f- a free thinker, is what she like used to it's say. It's like you don't need to do that. Just be like, yeah. Sometimes I talk about shit on the show. Sometimes he writes songs, and sometimes divorces are messy. Like, just be honest. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was. I was like, oh, that's Kanye talking right there. Yeah, and I, I mean, I do. Again, they're really good at picking things they know will seemingly be valid. So it's like I get it. Yeah, like. He gets to kind of pop off and be like, oh, he's, he's Kanye, so he must be telling the truth. And she has this format that is heavily criticized. Mm-hmm. But also, she's a fucking liar. And all these shows, episodes, are, like, super calculated. So, yeah. Uh, who are we supposed to believe here? But, yeah, also, no one is like, oh, this is Kim Side note, I don't know if you said this earlier, but I think uh, Travis went to Shayna's, like, dad's grave before oh, they got I'm married. Sure. I'm so, sure. <laughs> I was just reading this article. It was saying, like, yeah, he's done that before. Because to our yeah. point, I just think They're he's... They're giving me very generic. Yeah. Um, let's do... They're it. happy, great. You don't have to be a earth-shattering love story for the ages. If you're yeah. getting boned and you're happy, it can be cliche. But just call it what it is. <laughs> Um, let's do It's Time to Get Rid of Scott. Okay, so I just watched the most recent episode while drinking plenty of wine, duh, and I'm so tired of Scott's shit. I want to preface 
my rant by saying that I used to be a huge fan of Scott. I thought he was hilarious and usually the best part of the show. However, the family has bent over backwards for years to coddle this cheating, abusive, pathetic child. I'm so tired of them acting like Courtney isn't allowed to live her life or move on because what will Scott do? I get where he's coming from. I do. For 15 years, they have told him he is family and been pushing for him and Scott to get back together or whatever. Um, she's saying married back together or whatever. He doesn't have any family of his own. And that is definitely sad, but it's time to move on. Maybe if he dated age appropriate women after Courtney, he would have been welcomed into another family. Instead, he dated literal teenagers and Lionel and Lisa saw him for the creep that he is and wanted to do, wanted nothing to do with that. I know you think Kendall's the worst, and I was super annoyed last week when she brought up Scott at the Kravis engagement party, but I was so happy to see her go off on Scott this week. I think it's gone too far for far too long, and before anyone thinks I'm an asshole because he's an addict, so he has certain issues, I'm a foreign heroin addict, and I know that talking accountability is a huge part of overcoming your issues. And Scott doesn't seem to have done that. No thanks to this family constantly working so hard to make it so he doesn't have to. Woo! Okay, I think that's it. Thank you for reading. Thank you for bringing the pod back. Thank you for being a bright spot in our week. Kayla. Hope I can read that name. <laughs> um... Yeah, I we've talked about it endlessly today, but yeah, the coddling of Scott to the detriment of the kids. They were coddling yeah. Scott so much the kids couldn't even go to the the engagement. Yeah, and it which contradicts like everything that they say all yeah. the other times. And I think that's like I, I think all the points that this disciple made are accurate and mm-hmm. it's you know, I Thank you for sharing that you went through your own like addiction journey. Like it, even, you know, if you watch like, uh, what's it called? Intervention. It's like, yeah. even if you love somebody like that's an addict, like you have to create boundaries and you have to stick to them and you have to find like new normal, like all those things are for the good of the, the addict as well as the family. Mm-hmm. and everybody becoming the healthiest version of themselves. So that's what this family has been so bad at. And I think like, like I said, I agree with everything she said. I think I was trying to de- not defend Scott earlier, but just caveat, like the conversation with Scott earlier, just because this family is not. <laughs> well, I think it's this possible. This family for them- is not taking their. They can both be wrong, right? Like Scott can yeah, be, exactly. yeah. I think it's not like an all or all on you or all on them. Like everyone here has done a terrible job at managing yeah. this I'm relationship. Not about to be like everybody co-parent, let's all go get the fire truck together. No, I don't think that's the answer. But I think they try way too hard to co-parent with toxic people, and then they're and then now they're acting weird because it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like neither one is solving the problem. And to your right. point, the kids, the kids are the ones suffering at this point. Yeah. I think it's valid to try to like make sure Scott feels heard and like included because they've fed it to him for all these years. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to say like the kids parents are part of the family, then treat Scott like he's their kids parents and figure out how to make it fucking work. And if making it work is like, how they do it with Angela and you just 
don't interact with dream gets to come to stuff, great. Yeah. Figure that out. Yeah. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Scott, Scott, Scott. Let's do oh, it. Todd Cranes. Todd Cranes. Oh, Todd Cranes. <laughs> the Todd Cranes of it all. Of it all. Uh, in defense of Kendall. It's a new one. I never thought I'd say that. Hi, ladies. I just have to pop in and give my spiel on this. So glad you guys are back. Let's cut to the chase. Kendall doesn't deserve any of the flack she's getting uh, for the way in which she cuts cucumbers. (laughs) She's rich. She grew up with a chef, and this will always be the case. Of course she doesn't know. And to be frank, she will never have to know. This really hit a nerve for me because we're around the same age and I'm also clueless around the kitchen and I've gotten judged for that more times than I can count. Having a stay-at-home mom who's willing to cook has meant that I get to prioritize things that are actually meaningful and relevant at this point in my life. Go off, Courtney, which at the moment is job hunting. Considering I still have my parents and I would like to have some independence I just understand why people can't respect and understand that everyone's journey is different. You're doing amazing, sweeties, with love, a loyal listener. And P.S., did you hear Chris was diagnosed officially as a narcissist sociopath? Apparently, it's in their divorce papers. We've got to look into that. I'm going to think that she needs Chris. what? But <laughs> she's talking about Chris Humphreys. That's the sad part. I don't even know who we're talking about. Humphreys oh, Humphreys. I thought we were doing Chris Jenner. <laughs> That's why I was like, this could be either one. I don't I mean, have to Google it, but I... Uh, I Chris Humphrey doesn't come off as a narcissistic sociopath. He comes off as like a... Keep I, thought about 100. Chris, <laughs> I thought about Chris Jenner too, but then when she said it's in the divorce papers, I was like, wait, is this Chris I mean, Humphrey? Chris got divorced from Caitlin and Chris got divorced from Robert, so... Right, we so, look into this. so we'll Google, because I'm genuinely um. confused on which Chris we're talking about. So. <laughs> I just want to say to this sweet reader, neither of my parents really were great cooks. They just made food to the best of their abilities. Made food. <laughs> and I'm pretty bad at cooking, and, like, there's definitely been times where, like, teacher bay is like, what the fuck are you cutting a tomato with a big-ass knife for? Uh, so I feel you on that. I think what was annoying about the Kendall Cucumber Gate was that why are you cutting the cucumber for this stupid scene? <laughs> like they were yeah. trying to seem normal and they're not. Like just I just think won't be normal. <laughs> we have to though. It's disturbing the way she grabbed the cucumber. Yeah. She it was- crossed her body and then cut. And it's like that to me, to Kathleen's point. Now I'm like, is this real? Because even if yeah. you don't know how to cut, you kind of know how to hold something to get ready yeah, to like cut. Like you've watched top chef or something you've it watched was, your own chef it just <laughs> one of their silly little antics and like she could have yeah. even been like mom when i'm gonna make a sna- snack but i don't use the chef because i want to try to learn like am i holding yeah. it right or something and chris is like chef come here chef do you even call the chef by name like it was just a <laughs> weird chef. Again, I, she doesn't have to know if someone else cut my cook cucumbers for the rest of my life i'd be fine also i don't like cucumbers but nonetheless i would have to like cucumbers make oh my, my food forever uh i think people were more just weirded out that like it was such a forced like look how normal i am the holding was the problematic for me and then when she went to hold it right she like put her finger she was trying to like like grab hold. slice while she was like cutting while it. she's cutting it was like girl 
Everything Again, strange. And also, what a weird snack. What a weird growth snack. <laughs> well, and then the hummus and pretzels. I, you know, it's model food. This is model food. Yeah. It's a yeah. diet and I need to get on. <laughs> Cucumbers, yeah. hummus, and pretzels. I do love pretzels. Um, but yeah, everyone at their own pace. And some people just are never going to be good in the kitchen. That's not their ministry. And that's okay. Um, it was just a nice, it, uh, but it was a nice break. A nice it throwback. It was fun to have a nice weird yeah. little meme of like, what the Nice fuck meme. A nice meme. Cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Uh, let's do, we'll do um, spit because that one's short. Um, spit. Hi. Love you, ladies. Congrats, Kathleen, on your engagement. I just cut up on Hulu Kardashian's. That is not the name of the show, but that's funny. <laughs> and I just couldn't get over the part in the egg retrieval scene where Courtney really needed to ask like a million times if spit was allowed in the sperm sample. Like, why did they leave that in? I just can't stop thinking, like, was that necessary? Am I the only one who thought that was weird? Send help. LOL, love you, ladies. No, yeah, I was very, I all their questions were weird. I, we can tell you right now, there's no cure for this affliction that we're all a part of. <laughs> It's that it's all those questions. And I mean, we didn't talk about it in our review because you don't need to, but this is the way, oh, I'm so excited to go to the doctor tomorrow. And, oh, well, my baby's strong. Oh, we've got a good fall. It was just like, oh. It's very much the pick-me-ass energy again, too, where it's like, I want to know if spit can be in it because I'm going to give him a blow job. Because I usually grade and just discovered sex organs. I love when he and comes I think in she, my we mouth. Did this last week where I think she was, obs- both of them were obsessed with the ideas of like both of them contributing. Mm-hmm. You know, she has an egg and she's going to put it in her body. But like, yeah. yeah, I think they love this idea of like our body fluids came together. Like <laughs> their friends in Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox being like, we drink each other's blood, but only for rituals. Well, I, I, the spit was like a weird question, whatever. But I was more disturbed that they let them have sex in the doctor's office. Yeah, usually you just yank it to some <laughs> porn and like turn it in. Right. Or you can like go home if you live close enough, do get the sample there and just rush it back. But I was like, you're just gonna let them fuck in the doctor's office? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just annoying. They just wanted to be annoying. Um, let's do, I like this topic. Let's stay on Kravis's creepy. I real. I think I, that voice, it's just something about him where I'm like, why do you talk like this? Okay. The architectural digest thing today where he's wearing that weird pleather jumpsuit and his ginormous shoes and he walks like pigeon toed. I was, or crow toed. I was like, what is going on? I couldn't even watch it. I can it. never put my finger on him. I couldn't even watch it. I, I like him. I don't want that to be a misinterpret that I, I just, I just to read like, on him. Just generally a not settling thing. Yeah, it's like, what's your deal? What is your story, sweetie Todd? <laughs> <laughs> sweetie Todd. <laughs> this is going on Ichabod Crane. <laughs> like, why are you so weird? <laughs> Bless. <laughs> just wear pants like a normal person. Just wear pants. Please. Oh, my God. Courtney. Anyway, Kravis is creepy. Hi, dolls. I'm watching the latest episode, and I'm seriously creeped at the way Travis is touching and kissing Courtney at the dinner table. 
Like, isn't everyone uncomfortable? Your children are there, full on sucking tongues. It reminds me of the couples in high school that would dry hump in the hallways. I get creepy vibes from him. And she writes this edit. She said, okay, so I started to write that first part a few days ago and didn't send it because I thought I was dramatic. But here I am watching the latest episode and Chris says, Travis told me he moved to Calabasas because he knew she lived there, wanted to live by her, even if she was with someone else. Like, what the fuck? So he has, was literally just watching her as he hung out and had play dates. I hope he truly loves her and not the idea of her. Like Scott said, she's not the easiest. LOL. Anyway, sorry for any typos. I'm writing this in my shower and I'm high. <laughs> Love you girls so much. So glad you're back. You make my life. Shout out to the Patreon dolls. Um, I mean, I agree across the board. All the boys. Ten. 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 No ten. No. <laughs> No, no other notes. <laughs> no notes. Yeah, it's just he he sucks Courtney into his world, first of all. Yeah. And then even at Chris's dinner, Courtney was like, we were holding back a bit. Were you? You're just making out in the family room while everyone's at the dinner table waiting for you so they can eat Nobu. It's yeah. like, what are you getting at that? Like, unless you're like about to have sex, we're drunk. That. Like, it's just strange to always be in that zone. And I feel like to the high schoolers that humped, those were the kids who were like wanted everyone to know, like, I'm getting some. Or yeah, I'm yeah. Not even be getting some, but like, or just like really excited to feel like horny. Like that, they're too old for that. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I especially think he's already. Both of them have already had previous relationships where they were equally like amorous so if they're just horny people just be horny don't make it some weird magical love spell yeah like it's it's not affection it's it's a little bit i don't know what the word they do it's a little bit more than affection like your love language is um exhibitionist horny right (laughs) like 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 kim said kahi's love language is clothes (laughs) they're just really boring and sad Uh, their love language is exhibitionist horny 40 plus meets seventh grader that discovered sex work in three yeah again we like travis happy for courtney but they are fucking weird like it's we've, special it's we've, just annoying we've got to acknowledge they be doing some weird ass shit i don't even okay. think it's sinister necessarily with Travis or travis uh like i don't necessarily think he's like love bombing her i think it's just the, what he does and it's what he does it. And I, it's just not interesting. It's yeah. not bad. It's not good. It's just they're they're doing their thing. They're doing their thing. And again, if you watched Meet the Watch Barkers, you've seen this. <laughs> We've already seen him do all this with Shayna. <laughs> Let's do the next one. The last one. Stormy and Rain steal the show. So. Hello. Hope you're both having a great week and surviving out here in this mess. For a few weeks now, I've been meaning to write and didn't, so this might be a mess too. First, I was talking to a friend about Kylie and she genuinely had no idea she had a son. Like truly had no idea. She follows them somewhat and was still truly shocked. Is Kylie ever going to post or at least name him? Little cactus. All I'm addressing (laughs) about the Courtney and Travis wedding is that I'm realizing no sane couple gives themselves a shit name. 
Every time I see one of the Cardinals say Kravis, it hurts my soul. Her dress was never going to be normal, so I don't know why people are upset. They've been in their deluded world for a while. So what if they only bring MJ along? Your takes on the kids at the engagement was so interesting to me because you're so right. It was that easy to get them there. I think Courtney is slowly trying to pretend they don't exist except rain when it's convenient. Ha! I always think back to a story she did late last year where Penelope, quote unquote, designed a phone background for her that was all about Travis. It was so very strange. It made me realize those poor kids have probably not seen some shit. Or probably have seen some shit, sorry. Also, I have to ask, what the hell are these IV drips they get? They did it on Life of Kylie, too. Is this normal? Am I out of the loop? Who does this? Pause. <laughs> yeah, rich people thing. And you can go to Vegas and do it, yeah, too. They have, it's been a thing in Vegas for a long time. It helps with dehydration. So there answers that question. Another question. Why did they hide Rob this episode? He was next to Chloe at dinner, and they carefully blocked him out of shots. Legal drama, perhaps? Last thing is Stormy's Billboard Award outfit. Genuinely, who cares? I wish the things I had been worrying about online was the sleeveless of the dress on a four-year-old. Grow up, everyone. If there's going to be a problem, maybe ask why she's there at all. Do people bring kids to award shows, really, when everyone hates their dad? Sorry, this was so discombobulated. Thank God for the pod. All the love. Anon, please. Uh, yeah, they needed Stormy to paint that family picture. And I'll say the only reason I had qualms when asked, responding to the question of the dress of it all, I just don't like when the kids wear, like, shrunken versions of, like, what their mom would wear. It gives mm-hmm. me, like, that energy of, like, my daughter's my best friend. No, like, that gl- like, like that glitter outfit Kim and North wore, where, yeah. like, North had, like, the great value version on. <laughs> yeah, and, like, even Kavya, I freaking love Kavya Wade, but they made her, like, a mini dress of Gabrielle Union's for a premiere. Yeah. It just looked weird on her. Not, like, to sexualize and be like, she's too young for that. It just silly uh i do think it's funny when babies wear like tiny old people clothes and look like little grandparents but like the dress like i wanted stormy to be like doing cartwheels down the carpet and it just was seemed like wasn't her style i definitely think they don't want to draw attention to rob because they just don't know how the legal thing's going to go. But also, Rob gets, you know how Rob is. Rob, like, I don't want to be on camera. I'll come if I'm not on camera. So, yeah. <sighs> and I think that's the thing is, even if this was documentary style, like, they still all have contracts. So if someone's going to film, they have a contract. So it's mm-hmm. all planned ahead of time. Yeah. So, like, if he doesn't want to film, he doesn't get paid, whatever, they're not going to put him on camera. Yeah. So. I definitely think there's a weird dynamic with Courtney's kids and Travis and Scott. Like, I'm just like, I'm always like, what is your, what do your kids think Travis is to you? If they're having this reaction, you getting engaged, you know, like they think well, you were just friends. Where do you, and do they all live together? Is that what the, and especially early on, it seemed like everyone's getting along because they literally have had been getting together as families like forever. Mm-hmm. Like clearly like a corner got turned and they got weird and, like, extra horny. And the kids were like, what the heck? Because even when Courtney was dating Eunice, like, she was always very adamant that, like, the kids come on the vacation mm-hmm. to, like, it stuff. So it's, like, there's definitely, like, a disconnect. 
that yeah. happens somewhere along the line. Because it wasn't just that she's dating somebody new and they think their dad's going to go away or Scott's being jealous. Yeah. It was going along okay, and now it feels very not okay. Yeah. And, like, so. you never hear her say, you know, the kids get along with him so great. Yeah, and she harped on, like, kids stuff for so long that for her to be like, he's a great dad to his kids. Yeah. But she was never like, I'm so excited my kids love him. Like, that was so important to me. Yeah, yeah. And she did say she loved his kids. Great. That's fine. But what about, how do you, how does your Where kids fit in this? Kids? Yeah, it just feels weird. Where's Mason? Like, and Mason, free Mason. And Mason's the only opinion I would like to hear because obviously he's of like yeah. a, he's a great so. age. Yeah. So I just, you know, it's it's the show. The pace of the show is very hard. I thought if I watched two episodes, I don't know why I thought this. I'd be more intrigued, but it just was like you just realized how much stuff is stretched out. <laughs> yeah, and the, the fact that they had the nerve to make the Kendall and Scott fight a to be continued. And basically just replayed the whole fight in the following episode was, oh my goodness. It was, it was, yeah. it's, this structure, this format is very interesting. I can't even blame it just <laughs> on the Kardashians. Obviously with TV shows, editing helps a lot. Like there's the, there's no background music or like, I don't know. There's like nothing that kind of like keeps the pace. But it's not like documentary enough. It's yeah. like stuck somewhere in between, so. It is, it's, it's a rough, rough, rough. Anyway, if you have a uh, Tyra mail, please send it in to saybiblepodcast at gmail.com. Say B-I-B-L-E podcast at gmail.com. Your questions and all that shit. Um, so, yeah, we're not going to have an episode next week. So we did all this. Everyone stay strong. <laughs> stay, stay strong, exactly. Um, I'm trying to think if we have anything else to say. I want to make sure we didn't forget anything. I did think when we stopped recording the other that the other episode that uh, I forgot that Courtney's kids are bad as hell, and that could have been another motivator <laughs> for Curse being like, "Do not bring them. They're not going to ruin like, this for Courtney." Bad. Like Corey could have been like, "I'm. I'll spank one of them," but <laughs> yeah, they just can't even keep up with their own storylines. Yeah. So, but um. Next week looks like it might be mildly interesting, I think. Well, and you guys have an extra week to think of some crazy stuff to send us. So, perfect. Perfecto. And and pretty much any time I excuse myself from this family, they do some insane shit. So, next Oh, I know. I was thinking that. So, buckle up. I was like, what if I have to do an emergency episode alone? (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't find you. I mean, I'll I'll get on the horn. I just, yeah. I'm going to be working most of the day, but Vegas doesn't sleep. So maybe it'll be like 1 a.m. 1 a.m. <laughs> Kendall's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, Go. shout out to Devin Booker. Tough luck. Um, He's in the worst way. I the was, worst game seven of all time. <laughs> I would suggest you might reevaluate your relationship if you want a championship. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to go a little bit further in that league. This is real. But yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> Which... Shout out to Kendall. No one really was saying Kardashian curse. Yeah. Which I think it's good that she, when she goes to the game, she doesn't really, she doesn't sit on the floor. She sits like in, like, well in like a full length cheated jacket. Side note before we end, you just reminded me of something crazy. Chloe said, I think you mentioned it when she said, uh, I've, I've dated six people and three of them were NBA players. How is that my yeah, that's fault? Still a high percentage. Yeah, that's fifty percent. If you are a free throw shooter, I put you at the line. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Like, you did more than one. That makes you. Yeah, 
That, and girl. listen, nothing's wrong with it. Do your thing. I was just making like it just is, <laughs> don't right. Don't downplay it. You could just say like it's not like, that yeah, big of a deal. I've dated a few NBA players. It's not a fetish. I just have. She should just be like, I'm fucking tall. Like I she need an NBA player. You had a fetish for a certain type of dingle. So we didn't say that. You said that clearly. Yeah, but three out of six is a high ass percentage. Yeah, 50%. It's 50%, dog. <laughs> anyway. All right. But, I, we got to get off this. Yeah. It but, is nine, almost 9 o'clock in our, in our time zone. Yeah. So we're going to end this here. Have a great weekend or a great next week. Knock on wood. Nothing cray-cray Stay happens. strong. Keep your ears to the ground on any rumors. Sure. Please. So, yep. And other than that, have a good whatever. Bye. Bye. Bye.